Reed's Ranch is proud to part with Marcos Garza and the Garza Law Firm, GarzaLaw.com, 865-540-8300 if you find yourself needing legal representation. Marcos Garza and his team are the premier DUI defense, criminal defense, and personal injury lawyers in East Tennessee. And they're licensed to work on all of Tennessee, so if you live in the mid-state, call him. It might be worth it. If not, he can give you a reference to somebody who will help you. All right, this episode, we a uh, special patron-only episode. We, we give you about 20 minutes to uh, to the non-patrons, to the regular listeners. And then if you want uh, access to the rest of it, go to patreon.com slash Reed's Ranch. Uh, appreciate the patrons. Appreciate uh, Marcos Garza. Again, before you say guilty, say Garza. All right, let's get to the show. I mean, this is the last stand. <laughs> You're listening to The Unfiltered. Well, I hate to say I told you so. There's nothing to be done besides to get on Twitter and tweet to all my dumbass followers. But I told you so. Hey, I told you so. The controversial. He's a dumbass. He can't do math. He's an idiot. He gets his hair cut at Walmart. Look at that shitty haircut. The realest podcast in the Southeast. Let the dogs loose. Let the goons be goons. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. Enough. <laughs> 38 in a row. As in 38 on this point when we were whipping that ass. Ranch gang, stand up. The holy war is upon us. Welcome to Reed's Ranch, the podcast with Seth Hughes. Like, just quit acting like this is any fun at all. Special edition of Reed's Ranch coming at you July 28th. It's the patron mailbag edition. Seth joins us down in Alabama. What's up, Seth? Not much, John. How you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. I don't want to put you on the spot, but you told me you had a really uh, a story you wanted to tell people. So I don't know how to set it up, so I'll just let you tell your story. Okay, so I feel like... Not to put any pressure on you, because you said that was really funny. So I feel like... Well, first of all, today is close to being the three-year anniversary of Reed's Ranch. Um, we started it around this time in 2016. Yeah, I believe, we are getting close, right? I, I believe we started before football season of 2016, right? I want to say it was closer to like August, middle of August, though. Okay. So, I didn't think it was exactly, but I knew we were coming up on it because I thought that we had done... A couple before football season actually started. Um, According, uh, damn it, this should be in order. Okay, hold on. I can find the actual date. Hold on. Okay. Um, August first. August first. Okay. That according to uh, somehow I still got the link because you know every now and then I can throw up the throwback episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have the link. Google Play. This one link for some reason has all the episodes still, even though it's gotten taken off because of SoundCloud violations and music and all that stuff. So. August 1st was uh, Elf Girl. Okay. I'm going to put that in my Google Calendar right quick so I know that it is, so I can say something on actual August 1st. Um, But so over the course of our existence as a podcast, I feel like from time to time we have, um, we have dealt with some things in my driving history. I've had some. You're a very shitty driver. You're a shitty driver. I am at best, at best, I would say riding with me in the car for any length of time is interesting. At worst, I would say that it is downright dangerous. But nonetheless, nonetheless, we have 
been through my severe car crash in which I was lucky to walk away alive from. Um, we have been through me running out of gasoline on the side of the road before work one morning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we have done podcasts from me on business trips driving home. So the car has played an integral part in Reed's Ranch. And last weekend, last Sunday, a week from a week ago today, I went to church with my parents and we went out to eat after church as usual. And I drive to church. I don't ride with my parents, obviously. And I got in my car to drive home from the restaurant and I looked at my backup camera and I didn't see anything of note. And I checked my rear view mirrors on each side and was looking at those as I was backing out because there was nothing in my backup camera and there was nothing in either rear view mirror on either side. So I wasn't going to run over any little kids. And about that time I looked in my rear view mirror again and there was a truck in my backup camera again. And there was a truck that was not there at first. And the parking lot was staggered, so as you were turning, you saw stuff that you hadn't seen before because it was staggered. And I was turning, backing up, and I rammed directly into an F-250. I think that immediately I proclaimed shit, and then I put the car in drive and drove back to a parking spot to... Park. After I hit it, I looked in my side mirror and I could see the guy's wife in the truck and she looked like I had just done something absolutely unforgivable. She looked like I had like slit a human being's throat and let them bleed out in front of everyone. I mean, you did ruin her Sunday by being a dumbass. So I put the car back in drive and I go sit down and I go park and I get out of my car and he's waiting out there for me outside his truck. And I'm like, man, I'm so sorry. I shake his hand. I'm like, I'm so sorry. It was entirely my fault. I have good insurance. I know that I have good insurance because of my car wreck a year ago. They'll handle everything. You know, it was entirely my fault. He's like, well, do you have your insurance on you? I'm like, yes, let me go get my phone. So I go get my phone, pull up the Progressive Direct app. He gets my insurance policy. Blah, blah, blah. It puts a huge dent somehow in this guy's F-250. It doesn't do a thing to my sedan. It doesn't do anything to my sedan. But it puts this huge basketball-sized dent in his truck, like in between the passenger side rear wheel well and the bed of the truck. Puts this huge dent in it. Doesn't do anything to my car, but I'm, I'm mad. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I did. I screwed up again. You are so, such a bad driver. I am a terrible driver. So I go home and I've worked so hard on getting my insurance down. Like I don't I have one speeding ticket left on my insurance and it rolls off in February. This upcoming February. Like I have not got a ticket in nearly 2 years. I have done so well. And my insurance has steadily gone down. I've shaved about $55 off of it per month over the past 2 years. And I get home, I get on the internet, I get on Progressive, my my login page. The guy's already filed a claim in like those 30 minutes that it took me to get home and get on get on the computer. I'm like, really, dude? You've already filed a claim? So anyway, I call Progressive. It's no big deal. They'll cover everything. My deductible is only for personal damage. I don't have any damage, so I don't have to spend a dime. So it lessens the pain somewhat. I haven't really thought about it since a week ago. Fast forward to today, I go to church with my parents again, and I'm walking out of church. I'm literally stepping foot out of the church doors 
on the way to my car to go to eat with my parents again, and I hear some guy say, it's a lot better to see you at church than the parking lot of, of Publix, because that restaurant was beside the grocery store. He mm-hmm. said, it's a lot better to see you at church than the parking lot of Publix. And I said, I'm like, what? And I turn around and look at him, and I'm like, you've got to be shitting me. It's the guy who I hit. And I'm like, what are you doing here? And he's like, man, I've been going to church here for a while. I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. I'm like, I had no idea. I've never seen you, but like a thousand people go to our church and there's three services. So my parents are right there with me. I said, mom, this is the guy who I hit in the parking lot last weekend. And my mom's jaw literally drops. Her mouth opens. She's like, are you kidding? I'm like, nope. I felt like I was in the twilight zone when this happened. That guy, he was so rude in the parking lot of Publix. He was so rude. But today, he was the nicest guy in the world. Shook my hand, asked me how I was doing. Talked to my parents, asked asked my parents, you know, wanted to know how my parents were doing, how long we'd been going to church there. The guy's like, yeah, I've been going to church there for a while. And Ann Hughes snaps back, well, I've been going there for 33 years. I'm like, oh, God, Mom, it's not that, it's not that deep. But he's already gotten his truck fixed. He got a whole new side put on it. They fixed it. He said it looks brand new. And I said, well, yeah, it is brand new, buddy. They put a new they put a new side of your truck. They put a new truck panel on the side of your truck. So. couple things here. Yep. Uh, that was a long and boring story. It was not boring. It's funny. I will say the payoff of your mom snapping back that she's been going there for 33 years was. I was, was the, so was the highlight. I was so That was the highlight. I was so it, embarrassed. I feel like you're a little bit being too hard on this guy. You're the one who backed into him and inconvenienced him, just to be honest. Well, yeah, I was more than apologetic. I mean, I was very nice. BJ, eat shit. He probably had to listen to his wife complain about it. You ruined their day. Buddy, he it probably was, had to hear it on dent. He probably had to hear about it on his end, too. Like, I, I feel like you're being a little too aggressive towards this family who you inconvenienced by being a shitty driver he even admitted to me today he said you know i could have just gone and gotten it pulled out i didn't even have to involve insurance that's what he said to me (laughs) i'm like i know you didn't but my driving record is he told me this at church i'm like i know i know he's getting a little bit better now story's getting a little bit better now I was like, I know you could have done that because i've gotten a dent pulled out of a bumper before like He's like, yeah, you know, I could have just gone and, you know, could have just gotten that done. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I know you could have, but but rest assured, buddy, you made sure that insurance claim was filed 30 minutes after the fact at noon on a Sunday while you're eating lunch with your family. My plan was to do like 10 to 15 minutes here on the regular podcast uh, feed and then say, hey, we're going to do a patron-only exclusive for our patrons, uh, you know, do the mailbag. But I feel so guilty now. Like, can I just post this boring-ass story on, on the feed? Will the people revolt against us if I do that? Will they Will they all unsubscribe and give us one-star reviews? I don't know what to do. I'm going to give them one question for free. I'm going to give them one question for free now thanks to that long-ass story that had to have sounded better in your head than, than it did John. whenever you said it. Eat shit and stop piling on your co-host. You're supposed to love me. I do love you. I love you. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm 
no, I care. No, I this care. is patrons only. Don't even put any of this up. This is patrons giving, only. No, I'm, I'm, I'm putting one up. Uh, we're getting close to football season. I was going to tell people, hey, we got like limited, limited spots in the fantasy leagues. Um, if you want in a patron only fantasy league, you better sign up. Because uh, if not, well, this is more for the patrons telling them they better sign up. Because if not, I'm going to open it up to just the podcast people who, who aren't patrons. So I'm just letting everybody know. Time's pay- getting close. I paid you for the fantasy league, right? Yes, you did. You have sent me your uh, your due, seventy five dollars. Okay. You have sent me that. That's what I thought. Just making sure. When we've looked at all the patron questions, which one's your favorite one? I'll let, I'll let you pick. Oh, I don't have a favorite. I mean, um, let's go with uh, okay. Couple oh, rules. Oh, I, I did have a favorite actually. Okay, it, well, it go was ahead. From, it was from Brother Chad. The, um, okay, well, well, we'll save that one for later. I don't want to. I don't, okay. don't want to save uh, that, that the one with the knife fight or the gunfight. Yeah, I thought that one was good. Yeah, that, that's a pretty good one. Um, I'm going to ask one question per patron because some patrons ask like three questions. I'm only doing one, one each, one for everybody. Okay. Um, we'll start with uh, Jay T- Jake Tidwell. His was if you can go back and change one touchdown in college football history, you can either take a touchdown away or give you a touchdown. Which one would it be? Uh, snap answer was the Jabbar Gaffney touchdown. Okay. But I thought that I would rather take away like one of Matty Mock's touchdowns in the 01 SEC championship game. Just one of them? What, how, what did we lose by? 11. Okay, we lost by 11, so never mind. I would go with Gaffney. Um, no, I mean, the, the game situation could be different because we were, we were driving for the lead, right, whenever Stallworth fumbled? Yeah. Yeah, we were. So maybe uh, it'd be different if you were able to get that lead. That was my snap answer. Like my childhood would have been a lot better, I think. If Jabbar what Gaffney. were the uh, scenarios? What was the scenario surrounding the uh, the Jabbar Gaffney catch? I mean, I, mean, I know it, obviously it wasn't, it I, w- I know it was a game winner, but like, was there any like season long implications? No, I think it would just been another win over Florida. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't know if it derailed something for us. No, I, I don't think. Um, it was in 2000. That was just my... Because like that one was like the first one... That was like the first thing that I thought about where it was literally one touchdown made the difference kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we lost 23 to 27. I mean, that was literally the difference. If we win that game, you know, I mean... We still had to go on the road at LSU and at Georgia, um, but and we lost to LSU in overtime. That was just the first thing off the top of my head where it was literally like one play. I'm sure there's something more recent. I mean, it what was it? What, what was the final score of that game? Twenty three to twenty seven. So could they have kicked a field goal to still win or to tie? I mean, they could have kicked a field goal to tie. I'm not giving you some superpowers, and you, I don't know. I don't know. Thought they um, kick a field goal, they could have. Yeah, that's some good math, John. They they still could have tied it up since they were down. I'm three. sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I don't want to be hateful to you. I feel like we're getting um, off to a bad a bad start today. I'm looking at. I love you, and I'm I'm happy. This was your idea. This patron mailbag was your idea. So you're giving the patrons what they want, and I'm sorry. I don't mean to be hateful towards you. Yeah, we, I mean we haven't done one in a while. They deserve one. You're right. You're right, and I'm I'm sorry. I don't mean to be hateful. I, I've already shit on your story, and now I've. <laughs> I've Cucked your touchdown answer, and I'm sorry. I shouldn't do that. I mean, I would say, uh, obviously, 4th and 14. Do we really have to, like, does that that just seems such an easy answer. 
But obviously, well, see, fourth and 14. My snap reaction when I saw Jake's question was 2015 Josh Smith versus Georgia. Yeah, because you forego the Butch Jones era. Like 24 to 3. We're on the, you know, we're on the brink of just getting our ass beat and maybe just ending everything. See, that's why I didn't want to say fourth and 14. Because, like, if he wins that game, do we get rid of him when we do? I mean, I felt like it was it took an act of God to get rid of him when we did. Well, 2015, I mean, look, if you, if you win that Florida game, you know, things could have been much differently. Things could have gone differently. Like, I, I don't think it plays out the same exact way. It might, but I, I don't know. What if you go on to win the East that year? Um, I mean, you that that to me the 2015 team was better than the 2016 team. I don't think that's a hot take. Like, you know, that team played toe to toe with Alabama. So who knows if uh, you know if they had an extra win next to them? Do they lose to Arkansas? Do they lose to Alabama? I don't know. But my snap reaction was 2015 Josh Smith because the, the way the way the season had already gone. Um, you get blown out. You go ahead and end it. Maybe you can salvage something in 2016, build something in 2017, kind of keep the thing above water. But then I got to thinking, if I took away that fourth and eight touchdown by Josh Smith to make it 24 to 10, and then remember they turned around and fumbled the next kickoff. We scored 14 points in a minute, the last minute of the half. There was no Reed's Ranch at that time. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're, we're, on, we're coming up with a three-year anniversary. If we don't beat Georgia and we don't have that false sense of hype coming in, well, it wasn't really false. We, we should have been good. Um, if we don't have that hype in 2016, this podcast maybe never happens. The, the video series probably never happens. And, I mean, I feel like my life is better because they, they happened. You know what I mean? Like we're all, we're all here today because the, that happened. So I couldn't take it away so selfishly. I went 4th and 14 Callaway just because I was there, and that was the worst night of my life. Yeah, another one I think that is a good submission and one that I will never forget for the rest of my life is the uh, the fumble return by Sean Jones against Tennessee in 2003 at the end of the first half on the goal line, the 99-yard fumble return touchdown by Georgia. We were down 13-7. to we were on the goal line. We were on the one-yard line. The half was about to expire. We were going to take the lead 14-13, to 13, and instead we fumble. They return it for a touchdown as the half as halftime expires, and we go down 20-7 to 7 instead of being up 14-13. to 13. That one was crushing. What was the uh, – what was the Georgia – what year was the Georgia touchdown – after we took the lead on that that long screen pass, and then David Green came back down, was that two thousand? Oh, that was um. Was that two thousand? Yeah. What what year was that? That was um. I'm looking. At I want to say two thousand. I want to say two thousand two, but I, I, oh I'm one two thousand one. Okay, so never mind. The Tennessee was fine. Uh, that wouldn't have made a difference. No, I mean that game like. Yeah, it was 2001, and I had gone back a couple years ago, and I had rewatched like that last minute or two of game, and I had forgotten just how soul crushing that loss was. Yeah, I remember watching it with some friends, being really sad. I couldn't remember what year it was though, which is just they all kind of run together at that time for me. 
I was in the L- when LSU scored against us with a couple of seconds left. That was also bad. Jamarcus Russell. Yeah, that was also really bad. That was oh five or oh six. Yeah, it was one of those years. I was in high school. It was one of those years. Uh, that that was also bad. Didn't that like was, that at all. That was horrible. That was that was devastating. Didn't appreciate that one bit. Um, the LSU hey, that, thirteen men in the, on the field. Yeah, I was there for that. That was yeah. Um, I would see of games that I was there. I still think you have to go fourth and fourteen, even though it's a normie take because that sucked so bad being there. But like being in person for the for the too many men on the field, like we were celebrating, like in yeah. the stands, like Jansen Jackson had sprinted the ninety yards to to the Tennessee fans and was celebrating like with his parents and stuff. Like we were going crazy. And then we were so confused what was going on. And then next thing we know, there's another play and they score and we lost. Um Maybe he doesn't kill a man if that doesn't happen. He might not have killed a man. Allegedly. Or I don't even know if it's allegedly. He's in prison, right? MCU runtime is 48 hours and 11 minutes. Uh, Andrew says a good one. The field goal against Alabama. We said touchdowns. We said Andrew. touchdowns. If it was field goals, then like beating Alabama in 2009 would have yeah. been absolutely euphoric. I was also going to say, was it 06? We beat them in 2006. Okay, so was it, two, was it 2007 then when we fumbled? When Was it Fleming who fumbled? That was 05. That was 05? Okay, get me we years We lost 6-3. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. As we were going down. In, and that year, like that year had been so terrible and we were ranked top five to start the season. It had been terrible, but you were going to salvage just a little bit of it. Yeah. If you beat Alabama. And we were about to beat them and Corey Fleming fumbles on the helmet to ball up. Fumble, the guy that caused the fumble hit the helmet right on the ball. That was brutal. All right, well, that was a fun exercise. All right, let's get to uh, the Patreon exclusive mailbag. If you want to hear the rest of this, go become a patron, patreon.com slash reads ranch. 